Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. Hello, Ernie. Uh, how are you? All right, thank you. Good, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, you've, you've come down from Boston. That's right. Lovely. Um, and, well, we should, we should introduce uh, Ernie to the listeners. This is Ernie, Ernie Covell, and you're, you're, you're 96 years old? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, I hope yeah, I'm... Good effort. Yeah, and I, th- I hope I'm in that good nick. Now, Ernie, what's your connection with the buffalo? We was on it for... We was trained on it, but... It was only it was like a reserve because I was on lorries all the while. But that was our main job, supply. And then, uh, but if they wanted this, we was put onto the either the duck or the buffalo. Right. So you 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 would you were trained to drive the buffalo for when it that's was right, when yeah. it was needed. Yeah, that's right. But what was your so? so when did you join up? When did you get first, did, of, first of April '43? First of April '43, yeah. and were you conscripted or did you volunteer? No, I didn't volunteer. Conscripted. <laughs> so were you? Always, I mean, did you always lived in Lincolnshire? Yeah, I always lived in Boston. Right, yeah, man and boy. Born and bred there. Yeah, very good. So, what about your what about your family? What did your father do? He was uh, um, worked on the land. In, right. Yeah. And and so you joined the army. Did they you did they teach you to drive or could you drive already? Oh, no, I could drive anyway because I was already lorry driving. Yeah. Right. Because you didn't need no other place. I've never passed the test in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So you get you you get you you join up and and what what happens? You know you go off for training and and, yeah, and do, where are you shoved? You do first six weeks training. Blackpool. Yep. And then the next six weeks, you go. To, we went to Matlock. Yep. That's when we got into our units then, night. Yep. And what unit were you put into? General Orlidge. It'd be like a, 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 a Orlidge company today. Yeah. That's was our job was to supply. Right. And that's that's what we were doing now. So if that, if your your job is a surprise, is that part of the Royal Army Service Corps? Yeah, that, that, the Service Corps is to you know, supply. Yeah. That was our job, whatever it was or wherever it was. So most of the time you were driving driving trucks, were you? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So so you uh, on D Day, you were you in a in a ship on a lorry waiting to come off, waiting to come off. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And where did you eventually land? Aramage. Did you? Goldbeach, yeah. 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 Wow, and what were you driving? A I, Bedford? Yeah, funny enough, yeah, I did go into Bedford, where the Austins first started. Right. Then we had Bedfords, then we finished up posh, then with American Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're a little bit bigger. Yeah, and better brakes as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you got through Normandy. Mm. I mean, what can you remember about the Normandy campaign? It's mixed, really. Um, 
it's hard to describe. Um, there was good times, there was bad times. Sure. And times what you didn't even want to see and things you didn't want to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, in time, it, once you got out of Normandy and going towards Cannes, it, it was hard going to then. Yeah. It, when, when they broke out in the Falaise, and when they went like hell then, and uh, you couldn't keep, we couldn't keep up with supplies. No. Yeah. We got as far as Amiens. And the old line stopped, and we, we were running from Amiens right back down to the beaches for supplies. That's and a hell of a round trip, isn't it? Yeah, well, it, it wasn't good roads either. And you were working flat out doing that? Absolutely flat out. You was grabbing some sleep when you could. Yeah. And I've had some rough nights. Sleep on ammunition and revolving if we've got blown up it'd be warm wouldn't it <laughs> that's one way of putting it yeah <laughs> and so you you'd be driving day and night yeah uh, round the clock basically you would yeah in fact I look back now and I think to myself well how did it how did we manage it yeah yeah I mean I was only 19 I was 20 in the in the uh, in the July I mean not like me I mean you have your old boys aren't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But you must have made some good mates, didn't you? Oh, marvellous. Everybody up to each other. Yeah. Uh, and then and then after after the breakout, after Falaise and then... Uh, what Did you then spend the winter in, in supply? I mean, you, you, you're just running stuff to where it needs to go. Oh, that, that was our job. Yeah. It didn't matter where it was. One, one minute it could be so here... Next, you go travelling across Germany or Ireland, wherever. Yeah. With, yeah. With whatever they wanted. Now, um, uh, I I heard that that you were in Bastogne on Christmas Day. I was. So how did that come about? Uh, well, we, we got into Ireland, and um, they, they uh, told us we was going back to Antwerp for Christmas. But well, we'd be back for Christmas because our lorries was getting a little bit. Was for where? So we were going to go back for new vehicles. <coughs> but this back, we didn't get no chance for new vehicles. The Americans got pushed back in the Ardennes. Yeah. And we got sent out to them then. <coughs> so you were bringing supplies? Yeah, yeah. We were taking supplies up there. But the, the Americans, they treated us marvellous. Did they? Oh, yeah. It was cold. I remember it was cold in my life. Yeah, I and bet. They'd got all their winter gear. Mm. And one of the American officers, he come up to me and the mate said, where's your winter gear? I said, we've got it on. <laughs> he said, what, that? So I said, yeah. So he said, come with me, lad, and he, he picks us up with all their winter gear. Oh, really? Yeah. Then when we come back to round lines, they took it off us. That's incredible. Um, and then, uh, so when you're when the word comes that you, you're going to have to drive the buffalo in the in a Rhine in the Rhine crossing, are you thinking, actually, I'd rather drive my lorry? Thanks yeah, very definitely. much. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Don't get off them quick enough. It was, it was done them wrong. Yeah, but you know when you're when you're having to cross the Rhine. I mean, I was in the uh, at the Rhine crossing point last October. Yeah, it's big. Oh yeah, 
I mean, it must have been quite daunting to... You get the mines and the valves running inside of them as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Three rivers running into one. And what's the procedure for, for driving one of those things into the into the river? Well, just eight for it and go. <laughs> and hope for the best. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Give me a shout if you want. Yeah. Okay. No, there was no procedure. You know, the only thing you hope for is you, you won't keep going to keep going when you got in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, who was in? Do you do you remember who was in the back of your? How many? Well, first things first. How many crossings did you make? Not many. We we didn't, we was lucky because we wasn't on them long. Yeah. We went back to our own to our own vehicles, getting back onto the lorries again. You know. It's amazing, though, isn't it? I think that you know you've got these, you know, these buffaloes have just suddenly arrive, and yeah. we haven't got enough drivers, so we'll get them from the Royal Army Service Corps and yeah, yeah. get them to do it. Yeah, yeah. there was no Service Corps drivers on them. Mm. Yeah. Was it easy to drive? Oh yeah, yeah, like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> but you must have been relieved to get to the other side, weren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, but you knew very well. Once you got outside, you're going to come back again and go back again. Yeah, I suppose so. Gosh. Yeah, but, uh, Gosh. It's all worked out. Yeah, and then you were, and then you were back in the back in the lorries and back driving right to the yeah. to the the end of the campaign in the Baltic. That's right. Yeah, I finished up between Hamburg and Berlin. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. And I mean, you, were you shocked by the state of Germany and what it all looked like and how damaged it was? Uh, let's put it this way: I, I always say that was the best I saw of Germany, flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate the hate that was there. Mm. I mean, used to see them grubbing for food, mm. and you made them grubble. You did, but. Uh, it's all gone now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So when, how long did you stay in the army? I was in four and a half year. When okay. When the war finished in Germany, we was going to go back on the, on the Buffalo and we was going to go out to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Where they dropped the atom bomb and that stopped that. And then we finished up in Palestine then. Did you there. really? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And then home and back to back to Boston. Yeah, and that was the best part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but did you keep up with some of your old mates? Well, we did first off, but you gradually, you know. Everyone goes their own way, don't they? That, that's right. They all went their own way. And you and you put the war behind you and get yeah. on get on with that, life. Get on with life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you missed it. You missed the comradeship and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. And, and what do you think about people being interested now? What do you think about people finding this buffalo and and the the I way? Think it's marvelous because seeing one of them today has made my day. Good. Yeah, well, that's brilliant to hear. Yeah, because they're they're all the, the the way the communities come together and people are working together to bring the this piece of history up yeah. out of the mud so that we can all learn about it and remember it. it it's it's yeah. exciting, isn't it? It, it, it is, and it's, it was lovely to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Has it triggered some memories? 
a lot. It does, yes, it does. Because those little ends, because it was a crashed gearbox in it. Yeah, of course. And uh, those little ends, we couldn't get a grip with your feet. So we had to get a webbing and take it around the chair and strap it, strap us in. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so do you think if there was a running one uh, now, you'd be able to jump in it and I drive was. it? Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Jump in it, turn the blip to your two blowers on, leave them on for a while to clear all the air out, and put your two booster buttons on, touch them and off you go, she goes. Double D clutch. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Ernie, thank you so much for talking to us and thanks for giving you're us your welcome. time. And, um, uh, uh, you know, to, to meet someone with the connection to this object is, is, is a real privilege. So thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We need to take a break right now. We'll see you in a tick. Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Achtung, Achtung, welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk with me, Al Murray and James Holland. And we are, well, we're at Crowland Cranes. <laughs> we're at Crowland Cranes. It's not the sort of place you'd expect to be. No. But, but we are. And we saw a, a few weeks ago, didn't we? We saw, we both of us read in the newspaper, yep. exciting news and photographs of an LVT. Of a buffalo. A landing vehicle tract. Yep. Um, known as a buffalo. Um, that had been dug up out of the fens you see normally around in, in this part of the world it's it's uh, saxon hordes or, or bombers or, or, or bombers or or you know treasure chests full of roman gold yeah but but but, the, but amazingly the lincolnshire mud has yielded something else it's, it's, it's yielded a buffalo and here we are standing beside the buffalo with dan the man who dug it up so dan how on earth do you find a buffalo in in the mud I mean, it's a direct question, but uh, how did it come about, this come about? Well, I'll um, listen to my grandparents and uh, following history. And um, as I've grown up in age, uh, stories got more, you know, lifelike. Yeah. So what were these stories then? Just that there was a whole load of buffaloes stuck in the mud somewhere. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, what's, what's going on? Well, the story was uh, in 1947, these buffaloes were brought in to act as a temporary dam and uh, five of these floated away. Well, but hang on, I, what, I can't, what I can't get my head around is, is how these could be a dam. Well, um, <laughs> as you'll see later on, that these, these were sandbagged and wire meshed, and they were full of sandbags all the way down, so they were watertight, so that the water could not get any further. But mind you, right. before these turned up, the water had made a, a breach the area and covered 30,000 acres of farmland. Right. right. It's the fence, after all. Yes. And uh, as the water keeps going, it kept going. It, and Crowland became an island again. So it right. went all the way around Crowland. Yes. And uh, covered up to Thorny and Newborough. Uh, so it went into Cambridgeshire over the border. Right. So, uh, yeah, it covered a fair bit few acres. And this is all that terrible winter of 1947, is it? It is, yeah. And, and is, the, is the flooding coming after the snow's melted or before? Yes, snow, the snow had melted, and the, yeah. the reason the floods happened was that the ice came down River Welland, got right. stuck under a bridge in Spalding, yes. formed its own dam, yep. right. and then the water backtracked, overflowed the, into the floodplain like it should do, yes. over the Welland, into the floodplain, and then found 
uh, a weakest point in the bank, what's happened to be down North Bank, and uh, covered, like I say, 30,000 acres of farmland. And so, yeah, the, yeah. so the, the army are brought in, you've got a load of old, you know, you've got a load of LVTs you don't need anymore. Yeah, they're, they're a surplus to requirements, yeah, and yeah. Uh, 16 of these LVTs came from Cambridge yeah. area. Now, we're not sure how they came here. The uh, rumours are that they tracked them by road, yeah. but then the, the, the cups wouldn't understand it. Yeah. Uh, low loader, yeah. and also by train. Yeah. So the nearest station at the time was I Green. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, th 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 it's it's incredible because after all, I mean, the the the, the uh, to 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 go slightly a tangent, but we do that on this podcast quite a lot. <laughs> the last buried Second World War things were the Spitfires in Burma, and they were definitely not there. No, they no. were never there. And uh, whoever came up with that was was completely. That was a farmer in Lincolnshire, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were spinning a line. It was just not. It was not true. But but you knew enough. You you, you knew enough, and then so that what then prompts you to think, well, I'll I'll dig one up because you know my grandparents have told me about this. My parents have told me about this. You know, but seventy years on, three years of research i was asked by a local councillor and uh, another guy in crowland to look into this yeah for the 75th anniversary and i spent hours in libraries studying uh, old newspaper articles and I, I was a bit amazed how much as i went into it deeper and deeper how much stuff was actually available yeah but i found one or two articles that show that there's a buffalo within 28 feet hole and the army tried to recover it oh. and failed right so my mind thought oh hello we can have one up on the army here <laughs> you know so we had a local show in 2019 and pete came along of, yeah. of crone and cranes and he says oh i mean i want to help you right so we teamed up and uh, we got the area scanned yep and a bit of lidar, lidar is it lidar? Or a bit of GPS? I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a massive great lighting board. Yes, yes, back, yes. You know. Yeah. And um, he walked up and down and got it. We got the bomb, uh, um, ex um, bomb squad in. Oh, <laughs> really? They scanned the ground as well, but then they couldn't produce any information to follow up. Uh, we had uh, a chap come in and fly a drone in with. Uh, Picking up heat signals in the ground. Yep. Um, but you know that's what fascinates me. Back in the day when these were here, they would never think that we'll have flying cameras or flying. No, no, of course not. To, no. To help us, but we've pinpointed this signal, and these red dots came up, and one of the red dots was quite large, and you'll see later on that we had to go for it. So we contacted North Level Drainage Board, who came along but what they came along with was um, old photographs of 1947 saying oh, well, I'm not sure about this and so did Pete is it and I said ignore the photos in 47 because it changed so quick yeah. by August they were building a steel shuttering uh, semicircle so the buffaloes were moved to one side and separated around the area right 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 right, right so right. the buffaloes were still within those 16 buffaloes were still there but they'd the, been moved from their original position. Exactly. Because yeah. otherwise they'd be in that sort of daisy chain of, yes. of, of, of flood defence. Right? Yes. So the um, in, in total, we have 30 buffaloes, LVTs here at Crowland. Yeah. When these floated out, 
they brought another load in from York and Dorset. Right. Right. Brought them on low loader, brought them all the way to Neen Terrace and couldn't get around the S-Bends, so they unloaded them at Neen Terrace, tracked them into Crowland, and a lot of the older, older age group can remember the sound of these uh, tracks coming through Crowland, and they said 20 years ago you could still see the imprint the of, the track of the tracks. Yeah. Well, you can see why, can't you? Well, I mean, yeah, look yeah. at the tracks the, here. Because well, those well, are presumably paddles, are Paddles, they? aren't they? Yeah, that's the interesting thing about the, the track is they're, they're sort of a, a, like a sort of flattened W scoop, aren't they? The, yeah, yeah, like a moustache. The, yeah, the, exactly. They are. Yeah, yeah, moustache. Like yeah. yeah, sort of Mexican um, villain's moustache. And they sit on the... Uh, 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 but they have an edge, so on a road they'd, they'd like do little bites, wouldn't yes, they? Yeah. They're not flat like a Sherman track. Or no. The, yeah. These were made to propel it through the water. Yeah. You know, it's uh, extraordinary, really. It doesn't look as though it should work at all, does it? No, it doesn't look like it ought to work. But but, but it did, obviously. Clearly it did. Um, so then, so then how, do you, how do you dig one of these things out? What, what, what well, equipment do you need and how long does it take? And Well, that's just it. We didn't know, but... Uh, <laughs> We had the scan results done. Yep. Uh, we got it all sorted, and um, we then uh, contacted North Level Drainage Board, who said, "Yeah, well, we're all for it. You know, we're, we're, we'll help you any way we can." Right. And I said, "Look, we got this target to go for," and they said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll track the machine over and have a look." So we started digging. I think April twenty third this year. Yeah. Yep. So twenty twenty one, and. We started digging down. Oh dear! We we sat on the side. Me and Pete sat on the side, thinking we're we're not going to find anything. And um, just after lunch, about half twelve, I think it was, we came across that gun shield on the uh, the right. front of the buffalo there. And uh, I thought, crikey, that's in good condition, you know. And what you see there. Well, it's all that peat, isn't it? Yes, it was well down in peat, so it was deeper than the actual deep, buffalo. thick clay, no oxygen. No, no, yeah. that's it. And then by the evening, we hit this corner. Yeah. So we, we virtually scraped, you can see where our scrape mark straight across there. Yeah. And we, we've caught that scrape mark and uh, hey up, we got a buffalo. And we, <laughs> we climbed down into the hole. Right. And the catch at the top there was all free. You know, right. it was like it went in yesterday. Yeah. Then the light lens appeared. Original yeah. light lenses. Yeah. Yeah, that intact. is amazing, isn't it? Still yeah, intact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then during the procedure, we decided, well, we'll keep digging now. So the next, uh, so we had the weekend off, started yep. again on the Monday. Uh, we started digging it out, and as we started revealing more of it, it started to tell some stories, you yep. know. And the dicker bucket just fitted in the trough here <laughs> by about that much either side. That's amazing. <laughs> and we stood in there, and Joe on the digger was so soft and, you know, gentle, it, you could trust him. And... Me and uh, Nick from the drainage board stood in the bottom, and the we could feel something under our feet. You know, Christ, what's this? And as we dug it out, see that uh, fin part there? Yeah. Yep. The broken bit off this side laid inside. Right. right. So when it had broken off, they put everything inside. Nowadays, when we break something off, we chuck it away before our boss realizes it's gone missing, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> <You know? laughs> But the um, panels are laid in, the engine panels yeah. all laid in under the clay. It's remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it really is. So did you, I mean, but did you have a, did you have a sort of a, a you didn't have any a team of archaeologists with you or anything? No, 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 no. It's just um, North Level Drainage Board, 
Cronin Cranes and my team. So wow, and we did it in five days, and we came, we brought it back through Crowland on on May Day, so the first of May. And here was a bit of a procession. Yes, yes, I wasn't expecting so many people, but streets are full, and a lot of people were sharing memories as I was walking through that they could remember them going in, but never thought they'll see the day yeah. of them coming out. Yeah, amazing. Seventy odd years yeah. later, and the people that said to us that well they're not there we're like a bit shocked to see one coming through Crowland you know and uh, any plans to dig any of the others out well that was just what I was yeah. about to ask <laughs> well yes um, we're, we're on about doing another one next year right brilliant oh yeah so you can have a fleet of them soon yes yeah yeah and we know we know there's another five if needs be so so Dan tell me what's, what, what's the plans for this well the plans at the moment is to uh Get it sealed. Uh, Pete is. It's got some um, equipment that he uses for the MOD to seal their military vehicles overseas. Yep. So seal it to protect it. Yes, to protect it and leave it as it is at the moment. Yep. Uh, until we get another one out, and then see what condition that one's in, and then probably make one good one out of the two. Yeah, cannibalise them and yeah, 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 and then use one as a museum. Yeah. And use one to like run up the river well and sort yeah. of thing. But leave it here in. Crowland. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely live it in, in Crowland. Keep it local. Yeah. Well, it's, it's amazing to see it. They, it they really is. They have one of these at the Tank Museum, don't they? They, they do. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. They're, they're they're tucked just, away, yeah. They've just moved it yeah. into a new um, area so yeah. that when I've seen the pictures and I've contacted them, come down, they said, we'll show you inside it. Yeah. So, What is it, 8,000 of these made? Something like that. This yeah, mark, I 8, think. 8,616. There we go. There you are, 8,616. Almost 9,000 then. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the British have uh, 500. Yeah. And we have 30 here. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Well, they're mainly, obviously, they were designed mainly for the Pacific, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. 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 But there's uh, a couple in the Americans uh, used them in D-Day. Yep. And uh, that our main use was uh, the Ryan Crossing. Yeah. Did they? I didn't know they had them at, on, on D-Day. But that's amazing. Yeah. For, but, but, yeah, we used a lot of them at Varsity, didn't we? In yes. The, in, the, in the big... In but the amazing to see the... Yeah, yeah, the, the electrics. The, yeah. And yeah. Um, Churchill, Winston Churchill, rode on a buffalo across the Rhine. Yeah. And he rode on a Mark One, but in the film footage it says uh, there's one on coming back across the Rhine. I'm not sure he's on it, but it's got number 30 written on the front of it. Yeah. Ours has got number 30 written on the front of it. No. no. Yes. What? Got 47 on the back, 47 on the sides, and got 30 on the front. So, so do you, 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 you know which That's one? Fantastic. You're going to know, find out which one. You're not going to know which well, one this is and which the, outfit. With the help of these boys, we might be able to, um, might be able to. Uh, That's the. There's, so there yeah. are some sappers present. Um, yeah. For all fans of sappers listening, and I know we have a strong sapper contingent on the uh, fan base. Uh, they're here <laughs> and they look really like they really know what's going on and all that. And uh, well, the <laughs> chief in com uh, commanders. Yeah, the um, major's wandered off, hasn't yeah, yeah. he? As ever. He's uh, he's offered to uh, give us some help when the new engines arrive from America. So yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. That's absolutely you've amazing. All, you've got some some of these engines, a couple of these Radley yes. engines coming. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we've uh, they're in transit, and uh, what makes it uh, more stranger as we go forward? This was built in October 1944. Yep. So it's three years old when it went in and sank. Yeah. The engine that we've ordered uh, is or bought is 1944 as well. So really, and it came out of a LVT, and it's been in storage for 75 years. 
That's amazing. amazing. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So what's the difference between an LVT1 and a 2? And, and when does it become an alligator? And when does it become a buffalo? Well, uh, LVT1 and 2 had a prop shaft running straight through the center right. to the back door. Yes. So it had a, a mate, so the back door never lowered. You had to climb over the sides. OK. Uh, this is a Mark IV. And I think the alligator has a turret on top. Yeah. Ah. So um, with a little with a little pop gun on it. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. a uh, yeah, like a tank really. Yeah. It's, it's yes, a, it's, it's like a, a two-pounder. Like yeah. two we we yeah. had a cannon on the front of this, so I think that's. Did the, you? The, uh, on that was the mounting for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, but presumably taken off by the time it's being used in forty-seven. Well, that yeah. was that was still that was still there. The mount was still there. But the cannon, all the weaponry, was removed yeah. in North Street in 1947 in Crowland oh. before they went down. Got all, you. So right. all, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the armory got removed. You don't know what happened to that. No. But the it's got uh, it's had its own original fire extinguishers on board. Yes. One of them's in, in a hatch just at the other side of that uh, passageway, and it still got it still had its original label on it. <laughs> and the problem was that you had to unbolt the side panel as far yeah. as we could see to pull the trigger. Yeah. So you had no chance of putting the fire no, out. No, no, no. Yeah. So they put an, another one on the side, and it has a, a wooden handle and a Bakelite tube, and we've got it in the yard right. over there. So. I mean, we'll show you some pictures of this, but it is it is in remarkable condition, so much so that you can still see the writing above the engine. Yep. And there, the, and the engine the plate has a serial number on uh, plate on it, and says so 25th of August. 44, 25, 8, 25, 44, it says on the engine. Yeah, yep. it's, uh, yes, the, the Buffalo was built in October. And presumably that's the winch for the for the ramp? Yes, it is, yeah. So you've still got the, you've got the windlass on that? It took it's three hours to get working. Original wire. That's the original wire? Yeah. You're and kidding me. No. And, and, and you found cigarettes? I mean, the, the original wire, I mean, this is amazing. Toothpaste. Kids toothpaste uh, under the floorboard and um, found like a, well, it looks like a, pe a like a pencil case, right. a tin case, and that was under the floorboard as well. And we've mm. actually found uh, two little welding rods that uh, was must have been in here when they built the machine yeah. in '44, and the screwdriver wedged in a passageway. So really, yeah, and it's so those from, from the production line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then we got incredible uh, signatures scratched in the sides. So there's either from '45 uh, or from 1947. Yeah. And we're trying to work out what what the signatures are. So, a lot of history. Yeah. Um, but if you, like me, think, do you really want to restore a vehicle when it's got that sort of provenance? Yes. Well, what do you rest what, do, what do you restore it to? Well, that's you it. Know, do you restore it to how it looked just before it went in the it, it went in the ground, or do you look at do you restore it to how it looked like coming off the production line or in use in, in especially if it's if it's the number thirty that. Churchill Road, and did you restore it to that? That's well, that's it. There's a temptation there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there is. Yeah. But the, the, there's an argument on um, on Facebook and uh, Twitter well, the, at the moment. Well, there's always an argument on Facebook and Twitter. What's your point? About, about the colour. <laughs> about the colour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of grey-blue, isn't it? Yes, and uh, Bovenden Tank Museum's painted theirs green and uh, said, oh, you know, you've got to have a green one. And I said, well, this is actually... It's what great. See, what you blue. see is coming out the hole. Yeah, it's a sort of navy. It's a navy grey, isn't it? Yeah, navy grey blue. Or, or it could be the green that's degraded. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because you know I've I've seen things in this colour. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, it's, it's just incredible. Dan. It's magnificent. Uh, 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 magnificent. Well, and a hell of a thing to have done. And uh, what we're trying to do is, if we go down the restoring progress, we we'll need to find somewhere where you can 
get the tracks done because yeah. of some of the tracks have worn out. And um, you know, I've I've been trying to search in Australia at the moment. So I've got a chap in there looking, America looking. Very good. Tracks are very rare to get hold of. So yeah, yeah. We maybe have to manufacture them, fabricate them. Yeah, yeah you'll see. Well, them. maybe maybe you can make one out of you know keep one original and yeah, do it one another. We'll see what state the tracks are on the next one. Yeah, yeah. But and the one after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the floor is in the cockpit. There's a one panel of the floor that's yeah. been made this morning. Right. Uh, here at Cronin Cranes because right. uh, we didn't want you to fall through the right. hole, so right. we've we've had to repair it. So, yeah. Well, it's amazing, Dan, and thank you so much for um, taking time to talk to us and show us the, this extraordinary. Because the buffalo's entirely unsung. Yeah, it's wonderful, yeah. though, isn't it? It's not snazzy like a tank, is it? But in, in fact, it's it's another one of these things. It's purpose built, does its job. What gets me is. That how on earth did they fit a weasel inside? Because that must have been tight. Very tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how terrific. You, I mean, there's an age-old question. How do you fit a weasel inside without it being very tight? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to end on that note, everybody. Um, thank you so much. If you're watching for watching, if you're listening for listening, we'll see you again soon. Um, and uh, thanks to Crowell and Cranes for hosting us today. Um, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this edition. Bye-bye. Cheerio. -bye.